Star Wars 7x7 episode 2200. Today, an excerpt from an interview that I had the pleasure to be a part of on the Fanatarium show. Punch it. Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So, I had the opportunity to appear on The Fanatarium, which is a podcast that covers a lot of things in fandom in general, and they do talk about Star Wars in specific. So, that was really awesome. We recorded the episode just a few days ago, and it just went live on Saturday. So, you can hear the full conversation on Podbean and on YouTube, and so I will post links for that in the notes for the show at SW7x7.com. In the meantime, for today's episode of the show, I am sharing an excerpt from that conversation where we talk about Baby Yoda and his appearance in The Mandalorian and what they're going to do with him. So there's some conversation about that. The whole interview touches on a lot of different stuff. We talk about the TED Talk that I did. We talk about Star Wars Celebration. We talk about how podcasting has changed since, you know, just in the last few years, basically. And... All sorts of other stuff too. So thank you so much to Kay and Jeremiah for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. And before I get to the excerpt that I'm going to share with you, let me just say thank you so much for joining me for the show as always. Don't forget to wear your masks and may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. And without further ado, I should say, actually, let me give you one more little bit of a do. There were occasionally little hiccups in the Skype video recording, so you might hear one of those in this excerpt. But there you go. It's not going to be too difficult to, you know, navigate around it from understanding what we're talking about. Here we go. An excerpt talking about Baby Yoda in The Mandalorian with Kay and Jeremiah from The Fanatarium. In season two, I know George Lucas did not want to show Yoda's origin. He didn't want to talk about that. Uh, he didn't want to really mention his species. Do you think they're actually going to go there? Or do you think that they're, they're going to tease because, you know, it's show run by people that like Lucas' version of storytelling and respect what Lucas told them. Do you think they're actually going to try to go there or are they just going to never end up there? I don't think they're going to go there. And the fact that Dave Filoni is involved and that he has, you know, worked so closely with George Lucas, I think that it seemed like it was kind of, a you know a bit of a, a blessing a bit of a gift that he even allowed a young version of Yoda to be involved in the series but I can't imagine that they're going to go to an origin situation and one of the things that I wondered about with you know the ending of the series and how the armorer basically says it's going to be your job to reunite this orphan with its clan so Planet of Baby Yoda lying by this, and I just I feel like it's not going to go to that level because that would open the door to the whole conversation about well how you know where are these characters from you know and there have only been so many of them in the entirety of the, our Star Wars experience like I just I can't see them getting too deep into it it just doesn't seem like they would cross over that line I guess what about you guys what do you think? Um, one thing that comes to mind for me is with Rebels, Dave Filoni started off season one and it was its own thing. Season two became quickly, this is going to continue Clone Wars. 
it's it's going to. And from what it looks like with who they're casting in season two of Mandalorian, that this is going to turn into the Dave Filoni, I'm continuing my character show, which is a good thing for me. I just want to know how much, how prevalent people like Ahsoka um, and some of the other ones that they've talked about could be in here. Is this how we're going to continue Rebels? You know, mm-hmm. the end of the end of Rebels is, you know, a cliffhanger. Is this how we're going to get that? If so, bring it on. Uh, is it, are they just going to tease and going to lead into an animated show? If so, you know, also bring it on. Um, Dave Filoni knows what he's doing and he likes to set things up and keep it close to his chest. And uh, I, I'm really interested where they're going to go with all these new characters bringing in there. Because we know season one was kind of an experiment. At least it's kind of self-contained. It wasn't really that. They didn't go to a lot of places. And season two, now that it's been the most popular show of the year, uh, they can chuck money at it and make it go wherever. And uh, I'm really interested to see where they can go. And if they're going to show us some places we haven't seen, like, honestly, not that they're going to go there, but I'd really like to see Hosni and Prime before it blew up, you know, actually like, oh, oh, let's make that movie better by going to this planet we never got to see, mm-hmm. um, really. And I, I think it has a real opportunity to make the sequel trilogy better in many ways by expanding on things because that, that's what the shows have done really well they, it, he made the prequel trilogy better and rebels made you know a lot of the original trilogy the tie-in things a lot better so i i'm really excited to see where he's where he's going to go and favreau's just like a kid in a in a toy store he's just having fun yeah. and please bring more taika back for directing more but i think he's yes. going to be busy with his actual film versus directing more episodes but I'm I'm to... okay with him taking a break from Star Wars to make more Thor. Really okay with it. Uh, <laughs> a okay with that. Was great. Oh, yeah, Thor that was, was so awesome. good. And I don't know if you read any of the Jane Foster Thor um, story arc, but it I read all of it and it was, it was so well done and incredible and amazing. And knowing that he's gonna be in charge of that, like I I was I was in London. Uh, at Comic-Con when they announced that that was going to be a thing. So different time zone. And um, my husband sent me a screenshot of it. And I actually like woke up, saw it and started crying because I was so excited. <laughs> I'm ready for but... him to bring Jermaine Clement into <laughs> Star Wars. I, I need Jermaine yes. Clement in there. And all the bring rest it. of his vampire friends. I was going to say, bring in all the vampires. Why not? <laughs> Let's do it. And I want him to work with Mark Hamill. I really do. And but being that Mark Hamill's literally done cameos in every movie that's not Luke Skywalker, I think that he'll bring it in there somewhere because he just likes having fun with weird little characters. And Make him a monster. There's something wonderful and just lovely about the Mandalorian. So my parents are not as big into Star Wars as I am. In fact, my dad does not like science fiction at all. My dad likes Rambo. End of list. Um, that's it all, all of them but Rambo and heavy metal he likes heavy metal he does yes but uh, he, as far as uh, as far as cinema goes big shoot him up he, he actually broke the speakers on uh, on the family TV once watching um, oh gosh I don't remember uh, some action movie but like there has to be lots of explosions and lots of guns or he's not interested so no interest in Star Wars and um, he watched the Mandalorian with my mom and he loved it it's the first time he's oh. ever, it's the first time he's ever enjoyed Star Wars like he watched the whole thing in one sitting with my mom so wow. it's just yeah I know there's just something lovely about it that really touches um, on a lot of the storytelling that we want so much as consumers in the Star Wars universe. Uh, I just, I really thought it was really well done. And again, spoke to my dad when no Star Wars ever has. So well done, team. 
Yeah. Did, did he great. try watching? Um... It is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2020 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.